0: Member Maker is brought to you by MemberSpace, which easily turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. You simply lock access to any page of your site and then choose what people pay to get in. You have 100% control over look and feel since everything occurs on your website. MemberSpace is designed for non-technical people and has an amazing support team to help you. We'll even migrate your membership for free to any popular CMS, such as WordPress, Squarespace, Webflow, Wix, and more without any interruption to your members. Learn more at memberspace.com. Welcome to MemberMaker, a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of MemberSpace. Today, I'll be chatting with Nicholas Wilton, founder of Art2Life, to discuss why helping artists succeed is more challenging than a standard business, what they don't teach you in art school, and the unexpected challenges he faced when creating his membership program. Hi, Nick. Welcome to MemberMaker.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Super excited.
0: Great. So what is your business and who do you help?
1: Well, uh, I help artists, mostly artists, creatives, discover and ignite their art with a, sort of a new approach to creativity that applies to their life as, as well as their art.
0: So when you say ignite their art, is that in a, in a business sense or like in a creative sense or both? Well, it's in all. It's in
1: both. You know, the funny thing about artists and artwork and the business plan for them <laughs> really is about making their art extraordinary. And that's a hard project to teach. It's it's much easier to teach business skills to people. But for artists, if their art's amazing, I mean it's in that top five to ten percent of what's out there, their offering, their art rises to the surface on the internet, and then that's a good thing. And then people are definitely, you know, coming out of the woodwork to to purchase their work. That's the business plan, is just to make the work extraordinary. At least the first part of the business plan, and then we help them, you know, websites and all the other sort of business criteria that most businesses have. But it's the first step. The hard step is making personal, authentic artwork.
0: See, it's interesting. I would think that you would need some of the business basics in place, regardless of the quality of the art, just because if you're not, you know, at least doing a minimum level of marketing, if you don't even have a website, how is anyone even going to find your art to to have it bubbled to the top, regardless of how amazing it is?
1: Yeah, well, it's a good point. You know, artists they're really working to make their work great and it's a personal uh, journey. And so thinking that they that the problem is and this is from my experience working with it with people. The, the, the problem for an artist, they often think it's like, well, if I only could have a better gallery that could, could show my work. If only I had more followers on Instagram, if only I had a website, you know, all those things, yes, are very, very important. But if you're not putting something out in the world, that's really unique and this has to do with the world of fine art, the world of art, if it's not personal and if it's not different, it just falls to the wayside there's you know no amount of marketing can sell work that's just not you know engaging and different that's the currency out there so yes it's important absolutely but when i the people that i see and the people that i work with their work isn't the problem is the work it's not the marketing skills you know i mean that can definitely help but i mean to really do this if someone really wants to develop a career in art they need to make the work Outstanding.
0: So that's what I help them do. Yeah, that makes sense. So how did you actually come into this business niche?
1: Well, I am an artist, and I struggled early on developing my work. I've always made art, and there's a few problems, you know, trying to do this is that you're by yourself in a studio. Generally, artists who are successful aren't so interested in sharing information (laughs) because it's competitive. There's a lot of limiting beliefs around artists, starving artists, and there's only so many buyers for so many artists. So I found it difficult to find helpful content insights into, into actually how to do this and how to make my work stronger. So I just, I noticed that sometimes my work, I could make my art easily and, and the paintings I made were very strong and other times it wasn't. And I started to take notes and this led to me kind of creating a new approach, actually a a whole system of basic art-making principles. Some things you would have heard about that they're not, you know, they're taught in art schools like design and value, and other things that are not taught in art schools, such as things like risk and soul and necessary components to art-making. And I put it together in a way that's uh, clear and understandable and actionable. And I started early on teaching a seven-day workshop at a, a retreat center in Northern California or Central California on the Big Sur coast called Esalen. And it was a laboratory of sorts for me to hone and perfect this approach with different groups of people. And so I discovered that I could take someone who hadn't a lot of experience with art making or had been stuck in their art making and within seven or eight days using these principles could just optimize their work and make it more joyful and, and more unique more personal so that's what started this and then I developed that work and the workshops became more and more and more popular and then I took the content online about four or five years ago and we teach a course called the creative visionary program and it's a 12-week course and we move you know, we we were able to scale it and work with a lot more people that way.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. So you went from somebody who was struggling from a business perspective with art, but also it sounds like from a creative perspective occasionally, and you found out a way to systematize that, which is kind of counterintuitive when people think of art. I think, at least for me as someone who doesn't, you know, make art in the traditional sense, you know, I would never think that, oh, you can have a system for how to make art. I w- I would just think, oh, it's just off the top of your head when you're feeling inspired, but it sounds like that's not at all the case.
1: It's not at all the case. And, and, you know, yes, there's, you know, principles of intuition that I, you know, I'd be hard pressed to even describe or soul. What is that? And, you know, so it's, it's not like, you know, a simple tactic, like get a mailing list and you know, this we're dealing with art and we're dealing with human beings, but there's ways and clear paths for people to understand how to access and optimize their own individuality and that's a challenging thing to teach. And, it's, and art schools don't do a good job of this. I mean, there's a few things that an artist needs to do this successfully. They need to have all the information, all the basic fundamental information, and given it to them in a clear way. And that's not really provided in art schools. And I know I went to art school. I went to one of the best art schools. So the fact that we can just give people the information that they need, and they also need a process of working a, a way to work that's sustainable. And that also is is not taught, you know, like, it's kind of hard to keep the momentum going when you're by yourself. And how do you stay excited? How do you stay engaged? How do you keep the inquiry going? And then the third piece of for me, and, I, and what I teach is you need community, this is the other piece. And so I provide that I mean, I'm interested in building the art to life community. So artists, the reframe is that artists, we can help each other develop our work. And it's so much easier doing this with other people. It's more fun. It's more inspiring. So those are the pieces that we put together. But you're right. It's not, it is, it would be so easy. if We were teaching people how to, a course in making martinis. There's a recipe to follow, but, you know, proof is in the pudding and we get results in from this program that we teach in the way we teach it and the way we introduce the content over a period of time. Some things are more important than others and the hierarchy of information, that's really a lot to do with why this content and why our program works. We let artists understand what's important and what's not. And art making is not taught that way. And, And I'm talking about principles that are more important than other principles. And it's a new approach, it really is. And it's not just about art making, it's about creativity in general. This is overflows into life. My company is called Art to Life for that very reason. Art and life are connected. And really the way we get people's art to be amazing is we work on their life at the same time. It's it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's fascinating. And I think there's definitely some carryover there that could be applied to anything, especially the idea that you know focusing on what's important and what's not, right? that that's a universal principle that could be applied to pretty much any aspect of, of someone's life. So let's dive into the pricing model. So you had that seven day workshop at first, and now you have a 12 week course for the seven day workshop. Number one, how much were you charging for that, if anything? And number two, how did you even get people to attend that?
1: Well, you know, over time I was teaching this workshop and I, and, and I call these destination workshops. I still teach them. I love teaching live. And uh, so I'll teach, I teach in Europe. I teach, I still teach at Esalen. Um, um, uh, you know, I teach in Hawaii. I I take people to places that gets them out of their normal routine because someone's more easy to teach when they're, they feel alive and they're invigorated. So I teach those programs still, and those workshops, they're about, you know, seven days. Um, we're about to leave for Mexico. We're teaching one there. They're anywhere from, you know, $2,500 to $6,000, depending on the location and the accommodations at the place that we teach. But those are still going. I do a number of those every year.
0: And for the Creative Visionary program, the, the 12-week course, how much are you charging for that? So
1: that program is nineteen ninety-seven and it's a little less than a 7-day workshop but it allows us to go much deeper and it's it's a tremendous value for the members because they are assimilating this information over a longer period of time so you know there's they put more into it but my dream was that I could take 12 weeks and that I could be as effective as I was in a 7-day workshop that's I didn't know that I would be able to do that at first but now the twelve-week program far exceeds what we can accomplish in the seven days, you know. But uh, it follows the same kind of protocol and the same journey that the person goes through. We're, it's a sequence of of lessons that I teach. It's a it's a method. It's a process. So we just do it slower in the twelve-week program, and so the the results kind of the same. What our goal is is to get people super excited about their art again. And have a clear path forward and a process for continuing to learn and increasing the authenticity of, of the art they make.
0: So, for the seven-day workshop, it sounds like you had been doing those for a little while, so you had a bit of a built-in audience from that. Did you grow the audience intentionally in any way, though? What while you were doing the workshops?
1: You know, I did have an email list. I did start blogging. I. you know, I'm a fine artist, and I make my living doing art. And I love talking to people and working with people. And I don't get to do that when I'm just painting. So teaching for me has always been a a nice add on. So I had a mailing list that I started. And I started sort of teaching on a vlog, which I still do on every Sunday at art to life.com. I have a a vlog and I, I share, I teach a little, it's a free, you know, so that started to build up my following, but really, you know, when, when, when an artist would go away for seven days and then come home and their work would be so much stronger, that's what built it. It was, it was on the sort of results that other people saw other people were getting. Suddenly someone starts selling their work. That's a huge testimony,
0: Right. So now that you're doing the 12 week course, how did you actually get people to know about that, or was it just recycling the same audience of folks who knew about the workshops?
1: So I had to learn how to take this content online, and I attribute most of my learning from Jeff Walker, who has uh, a, a program, and you know, product launch formula is is a is a teaching that helps you take courses and and offer them in a way that feels pretty good and and allows people to enter the program. And I learned how to structure a class online, quite a lot to learn, actually, you know, and uh, I learned that and I launched the, the program. And we were hoping to get 25 people in the course, I had never done this before. And we ended up getting 240 people on our first offering, which was so extraordinary. But Suddenly, I had to put together a team, and you know we we it took us a year or two to play you know catching up, but I knew that if we did get anyone in the course that it was so important that people actually made the progress and got results and so that's what happened, and that's what's continuing to happen, and that's why the course is growing
0: yeah, I think it kind of echoes what you're generally trying to do, which is to help people make good art. So if you're helping people make good art, they're going to want to sign up for your course. Yeah. And it's, and it really
1: is, that's what we do. And we promote the course by just showcasing people who are making progress and are having, you know, have gone through a transformation. This is a course that is a transformation for people. It really is. And that's so fun. And, you know, and that's what you're involved in. I mean, right. You're sharing information and people are listening to things and, and then they're using those things and then they're moving themselves along to what more of what they desire. And it's, it's just really, it is really satisfying at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, there really aren't a lot of examples of courses or membership programs out there that are, would be thought of as successful that don't actually help people. Right, that are just complete wastes of time and money because there's going to be a natural feedback. loop. People are going to tell other people this doesn't work, the, the guy is a jerk, etc. Whereas with what you're doing, where you're authentically trying to help people and it's actually working, then yes, of course, people are going to talk about it. And of course, more people are going to sign up. But it's going to keep working. So I think that's the key for people to understand is, you need to figure out a way to really help people to actually help them achieve the goal of why they're taking your course not just to make something look pretty or look attractive follow some marketing guideline it's to actually help them accomplish the goal
1: yeah and absolutely and you know here's the thing that i learned that is that you know the people that come in to your program and for anyone listening who's starting out people they understand if you're trying your best and and believe me i've made big mistakes and but if you're trying people can tell and they can also ask these people for help you know and that's something i've really learned a lot i really listen to the to my audience and i listen to the people that take the programs and i ask them how can i improve this what do you think of this you know i use surveys a lot and they'll tell me and then i'll do it you know so we get to learn right the most important thing is just to start you know start as best you can and then iterate and, and that, and, and everyone's learning, but I, I really, you know, absolutely people can tell if you really care and, and you're paying attention and that's what we demonstrate that. And, and it's true. You know, that's how, that's how our program gets better every year. It improves.
0: Right. So another quick question on the pricing. So you said it's $1,997 one time for the 12 week course. Is there a reason that you don't make that into some kind of a recurring subscription? And also, do people get lifetime access when they pay that amount?
1: So the amount of content in the program is, I, I kind of went overboard a little. Um, I was frankly so insecure about this working <laughs> that I i think I added too much content. And, and there's hundreds of, there's over a hundred videos in this. And so it was upon the recommendation of, uh, actually, Jeff Walker, who helped me with the pricing because he saw the magnitude of of the program. So he saw the value was was there. But I want to share with you how, you know, because this is a program, but what happened and why this ties it, it, because I created a membership site at the end of this course. So this program was going along the first time, and the community was really going well. And what happened was that People started having anxiety about the program ending, not something I would have ever have anticipated, but they didn't want it to end. They wanted the community to continue. And this is where I got the help and insight from Stu McLaren, who runs the tribe program. He's the membership, you know, he teaches people how to run membership sites. And he suggested to me, that I should start a membership site, which I did. And I offered, I created a membership site quickly, again, with the feedback of this, of this community. I, I did it in a few weeks. It wasn't even ready at the end. I just suggested the idea. I said, this is what I'm thinking. I see we don't want this party to end. This is what I'm thinking. I'm gonna create a membership site. What do you want in it? And I mean, really I crowdsourced it and I created it and I had about you know 80 to 90% of the people in the program Enter into the at the time it was a, I think a twenty seven dollar per month membership site where we continue to give people the opportunity to practice and become better at the content they have learned in our nineteen ninety
0: seven dollar program. So that that still exists to this day. It still exists and
1: and and we still offer it at the end of our course. You know, and, and many people go into it because they like it. They like to practice what they. Went through this learning experience. They want to continue to practice and feel supported and and to learn.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting model because if you got someone to commit, you know, four figures, almost two thousand dollars, which is significant, and then they go through a pretty long twelve week course, which you said is packed with lots of videos and content. You know, they're probably feeling like they got a good amount of value out of that, or hopefully. And then that is a, a pretty good time if you're gonna you know quote unquote upsell them. Not that that's you know necessarily what you're going for, but that is the time to ask them to purchase something else if they want to kind of continue the journey or continue the party, like you were phrasing it. I think that's that's an interesting model. I haven't really heard of that. It's not as common.
1: Yeah, you know, offering a membership site off of the back end. I mean, it makes sense in a way to move people into you know, hey, try this out. It's very inexpensive, and then after they become you know, no, like and trust me, they might t- spend more. But here we're taking cold traffic a lot of times and offering a very expensive thing. So for them to continue in a low price model, I mean, it's just the way it kind of happened, but it does make a lot of sense. And they move into it and they tend to stay. And the other thing is that. The people that are coming into the membership site, they already have a shared experience. They've already learned a lot of information and they're far along, frankly, like they're kind of advanced. And so, you know, we tried to bring in beginners who hadn't taken the program and it was hard. It didn't, I've sort of made this membership site really just for people who have uh, take my live seven day workshops and my, you know, online program. Because they're all learning at a certain level. They all have the same vocabulary. They're already a tribe, so to speak.
0: Right. Do you have a quick example of something you've done that hasn't worked in terms of marketing or sales or something you offered in the course, anything like that?
1: Absolutely. Like, I had this idea that I thought for this membership site of artists who are their works really great and really strong. And, you know, let's say there's 500 people in this membership site, and I, I had this idea that I'm going to create an exhibition, a contest that people can enter their work in, and I won't charge them for this, but I'm going to have them juried by a gallerist that I know, a prestigious gallery, and they're going to choose, you know, several people of the, the strongest work and maybe 50 of the 3 or 400 people that that get in the show will be included and we're going to we're going to advertise the winners and we're going to use this as a promotion and an opportunity for many of these artists who hadn't had had been in an exhibition before. I just thought this would be kind of great, and I wasn't charging for it, and we had thousands of dollars in prizes. It just seemed like such a win. And when we did this, what happened was, you know, hundreds of people entered, but only about 60 or 70 got into the exhibition, which is normal, but normally you don't know who gets in and who doesn't? But everyone was in the same community, so suddenly we had a problem because people in the in the community some got in and some didn't, and it really it hurt the feelings of the people that didn't. It was just something that I hadn't really thought through, and I had to, you know, and I I used it in the end as a teaching opportunity, saying, "Look at you know." Part of getting your work out in the world is is you have to take a chance. You gotta put it out there. And this wasn't me choosing, it was some other juror. And you're gonna get some things in on this particular day. This people got their work selected and you didn't, you know, kind of this is part of getting your work out there and you, you can't feel you know so hurt. It doesn't devalue you. But it, it was a reaction that I was was not prepared for. And it was it was like I had to do damage control.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it. So what are like one or two, you know, amazing resources that you can think of that you'd want to recommend for folks that are trying to build their own membership business?
1: Well, it all centers around getting clarity about what you're offering people, whether you're doing a membership site or a program, just like making art, if you can get aligned with what you love and get like, people can feel that, like, I don't have to rehearse anything or, or be any particular way. I just have to share my enthusiasm. Enthusiasm and excitement and passion is what people in the end wanna be a part of. They love that. And the two people that really have helped me, Jeff Walker in his product launch formula, and just his whole approach to learning about your avatar, learning about who you serve, learning frankly about what lights you up and getting clarity on that um, has been invaluable. Stu McLaren, who runs Tribe, uh, which is, he runs a coaching program called Tribe Connect, but his Tribe course teaches people about membership sites. And he also has great wisdom around, you know, being authentic. You know, you have to be, you have to show up in, in, in a way that's aligned for you in order to really do this successfully. So for me, those two people really have helped me immeasurably they approach business the same way I approach art making. And and actually, they're one in the same. Great business is an art form.
0: Yeah, no, that, those are great resource recommendations. So Nick, if people want to learn more about you and your business, what's the best place for them to check out?
1: Uh, just go to arttolife.com and uh, join up to receive our blog. You know, many of the people who receive the, the video blog every week, uh, they're not artists, but I'm I'm teaching, you know, it's it's all a metaphor. Art making is just a metaphor. So there's a lot of business content in there and all kinds of stuff. So that's the best place to uh, get in touch and stay in touch.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, Nick, for being on the podcast.
1: Absolutely. It was a pleasure.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Member Maker is brought to you by MemberSpace, which easily turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. You simply lock access to any page of your site and then choose what people pay to get in. You have 100% control over look and feel since everything occurs on your website. Memberspace is designed for non-technical people and has an amazing support team to help you. We'll even migrate your membership for free to any popular CMS, such as WordPress, Squarespace, Webflow, Wix, and more without any interruption to your members. Learn more at Memberspace.com.